0: Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. Hello, once again. This is Talk Cosmos, I am Sue Rose Minahan, and tonight is December 28th, 2019. And this show will repeat this coming Thursday, just after the New Year's, on January 2nd at 6 a.m. in the morning. Now, that's live, so if you go on to 1150 KKNW, there's a listen button. Otherwise, it is archived, and Podcast One has all the archives, or just go to Talk Cosmos where instantly you can subscribe and get updates. You can find out about all our wonderful guests, which I will be introducing in just a moment. And you can also hear the archives because there's links. You know, Talk Cosmos is an astrology program that connects intention and meaningfulness to better understand our free will. And this is our second year Well, the year for us actually begins with Aries, which is in March. But this is the end of 2019. And the subject for tonight are the highlights of 2020. And it is an extraordinary year. You know, astrology is a cycle, many, many cycles. It's our our planetary and other points that keep orbiting in this amazing clock of time. And it's understanding the many dimensions of life, integrating spirit with matter that we live on in this earth. And so in 2020, there are some big transits. And they it's, it's going to be very significant. Um, I was going to mention a few, but I think generally... It's starting with a stellium. That means a lot of planets, like six planets in Capricorn. And it's ending with a a cycle that counts in many directions. One is a a 20-year cycle. Every 20 years where Jupiter and Saturn connect and it's going to be in Aquarius. But it actually leads into an 800-year cycle of air. So I have a guest tonight that has a wonderful lecture I'll be in a listen mode mostly and he is Carlos Galvin he's a certified astrologer from NCGR and Cosmobiology. biology NCGR is a international um, a huge uh, astrology uh, membership it's um, about research and he's a chemical engineer he also has a business administration holds uh, an M.A., master in that. He has a passion for astrology research. And at this time, he's a full-time astrologer representing the Kepler Latino America. That's Kepler, which is Cosmic Patterns. They have software for both Kepler and Sirius, which are wonderful software you can purchase them through there and but he also he trains spanish-speaking astrologers to become professional through producing tutorial videos and and translating this software into spanish language so that he has monthly software workshops and these tutorial videos and of course students and he consults he also writes a blog called TV Astrologia, and he has a YouTube, also TV Astrologia, for those that are speaking Spanish. But and if you to find out all this, go to Talk Cosmos again. His those will be evident under guests and all the links, and that YouTube has. 1,600 subscribers and 500,000 views. It's pretty significant. He's also a past radio and TV co-conductor with the astrology program AstroSanda. And he was, you can find a past link because he and Gemini Brett were on the Scorpio Cosmic Collaboration panel that we had in October 26th just this year, down in Mexico City. I was down there for this wonderful conference. And I might say just one factor that Carlos works with Ursula Stocker, who was on earlier December 7th, and who also is con- has contributed this wonderful moon calendar that we have this program about, not program, but this campaign about that you'll hear about the half hour when you call in and you can get a free one mailed to you. So, with this wonderful introduction, I hope, hello, Carlos. It's such an honor and privilege to have you on this program. I'm very happy.
1: Hi, Sue. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm, I'm glad to, to be in your program, and I uh, uh, salute all to, to your audience. And uh, I'll give you uh, some tips about what's going on in the sky oh and uh, what's ha- what's happening what's going on it's this year this uh, 2020 it's going to be a, a very special year many many people think it's like another one but like you said cycles in astrology repeat and repeat and repeat and this year is very 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 special we've been talking remember the last time we met with Gemini bread. And and we we were talking a little bit about this. It's like a a bunch of planets in in Earth, like stellium. that We call it uh, stellium in Capricorn. And uh, Jupiter is part of this stellium right now. So it's going to be very important. This reminded me, like uh, I told you, the Buddha chart, like the what uh, uh, maybe you have heard about the Great Axial Era, that uh, Richard Richard Tarnas gets a very good article about that. Is the only the only time that in in the cycles that we have uh, the three exterior planets in Taurus, like Pluto. Neptune and Uranus in Taurus, like 575 BC. It's uh what they call the axial era. It's the first time that uh, in, in our era that we can see something like that. It's, it's very very special. It started a spiritual movement that uh, it's it's still alive. It's, uh, Buddhism is is, is really. Uh, fabulous technique for meditation and, and spiritual uh, behavior around the world. And uh, Richard Turneras says about that about that era in Taurus that uh, if you want to put a spiritual uh, in, in, in a in a structure, you need earth. And right now it's going back. Another three planets, it's, uh, they are making a, a stellium in Earth. It's very important because they are starting a, a new, uh, I would say, a, like, a, not, not a new religion, but I would say a new behavior in a spirituality. And, and uh, that's what I would like to talk a little bit. Because, you know, uh, I told you that... For, for uh, To study astrology in Mexico, it's, it's, it's very spiritual. It's like I told you, uh, uh, most of the astrologers in Mexico first start by meditating and then uh, practicing yoga. And, and then you can start studying astrology or tarot, or maybe you, if you are ready for Kabbalah too. But uh, it's it's most of of these spiritual schools. They they, uh, manage. They manage in Mexico and in South America a very very spiritual uh, career. It's not because when, when you talk about gods, when you talk about mythology, you need to have a little bit of meditation. A bit. A little bit like we call in, in our meditations, we call it uh, soul consciousness. We've been talking with Gemini. Remember the I last see. time about the soul chart, okay. and that's that's. It's really very important that that you start connecting with your soul, so you can so you can uh, uh, understand astrology. What's going on with us? Why? Why is that that uh, I have memories? How could my chart, uh, when I was born, is still alive? That's that's amazing. It's, it's because we are souls. Yes. Souls living in a body. Uh, yes. Living experiences in a body. When you understand that, astrology is like, you get in love with astrology. <laughs> it's so that's, true. <laughs> that's very important. And you know, People like when when uh, when uh, David Cochran comes to Mexico, you realize you think he's a programmer, he's a psychologist, he's got a master degree and, and everything, but he's very spiritual. We tend to think uh, of astrology like uh, like a technique, or but no, it's very very spiritual astrology. So. So I, I uh, recommend to, to your audience, start meditating. Start start meditating in in soul consciousness. If you want to learn astrology, do it. There is no other way to, to learn astrology. Because I don't know, mystery schools is in, in Mexico. We have a lot of mystery schools that teach astrology. And in South America, too. And, and that's the way you start meditating and practicing yoga. And then the teachers let you get into the, the, uh, the uh, astrology classes and, and into the astrology school. You can specialize, but you have to continue meditating all the time. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to do it. It's, that's that's very important. That's, that's why I'm talking about this. Uh, Buddha chart that is, is very ancient. Seems like, oh, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's forgotten. But you know, this cycle of, of Buddha, these three planets, these uh, exterior planets in Tauros, it will take like uh, they will come back uh, to make a, to, to, to contact again. In uh, let me look here. I have the exact date, but uh, it's during the first half of the sixth century before Christ, the triple conjunction documented to date took place Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, and it's called the Axial Era. And you know, when it's coming back again, Mm. until the Thirty third, thirty third century, wow. like three thousand and three hundred. <laughs> above, can you believe it? Yeah, that's- So we are part of that era. So every time that uh, we see planets in Earth, like this time, something important is going to happen. Many many astrologers are, to- are talking about that, but they don't realize that. It's because it's a spiritual. When it's it's a you know the person that uh, we follow here in Mexico, it's it's one uh, like a uh, spiritual leader in Mexico that started this uh, this uh, this schools. Uh, how do you call it? Like spiritual schools. Yes. With, with astrology, he's a Capricorn. Ah. So Capri- Capricorn seems like it's, it's it's everybody thinks it's it's only interested in banking or <laughs> in climbing climbing uh, to to be the, the director of uh, or the CEO of a four company or something. It's not. It's that's a mistake. It's Capricorn when when it's spiritual. It's really very very spiritual. This this one guy one person this this. Uh, is spiritual leader in Mexico started around the world this movement the the, the uh, mystery school in, in Mexico South America is one person it's and, and he has been uh, uh, making a movement around the world with these uh, schools in his spiritual schools yoga and uh a little bit of psychology, of course, but uh, mixes like Kabbalah and all, all that. That's, that's the way we learn. Yeah,
0: time. Psychology. I think often Capricorn, you know, relates to time, but the universe has a timing. So it's not just man-made time; it's also universal time. So it makes great sense to me. I'm glad you're bringing this point out. This it's valuable, valuable point. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, very much. For for the, can you imagine that this cycle of Earth that started with uh, Buddha, it's it's ending until three thousand and three hundred and fifty, three year three thousand. <laughs>
0: can you believe this? Wow, so we're about two thirds through, something like that. And Jupiter, I think you were going to mention. Because Jupiter, of course, is the philosophy. It, it, it's in Capricorn. It's part of that stellium, and it's really urging this spiritual.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. That's that's the secret of this. of this uh, uh, it, it's, it looks like okay. This is the the end of the era of the earth or something like that. It's not. It's the starting of of, uh, of a new way to. To, uh, for spirituality, and uh, there there are many astrologers talking about this. Like uh, when St- uh, Stephen Arroyo said said something like that. I told you that uh, he says uh, only through meditation I could understand astrology. So it's uh Many, many, many astrolog- astrologers are very spiritual. We don't realize about that because uh, we tend to think that they are uh, technical or, or related with finance or, or I don't know, it's uh, it's our, our view, but they are very spiritual. David Cochran is unbelievable.
0: Yes, he is, with Fibonacci spiritual. and all the patterns and relationships that he comes through, and, as, and other people might not realize, but David Cochran is the one who wrote the cosmic patterns um, software and for Kepler and, and Sirius, and, and they're magnificent. They do research. They're really wonderful um, astrology programs. So speaking of Jupiter, I would love to hear you speak of Jupiter. I know that it is a planet of as you were writing it's of our theories and beliefs of our and it's in capricorn so really we're like reconstructing would you say our beliefs and and all these events happening i mean it's a pretty powerful
1: yeah unbelievable can you can you imagine Zeus, Zeus, jupiter uh let me let me tell you the the way Zeus speaks just uh, I'm going to quote Zeus. Uh, he, he speaks like this, he says, Zeus uh, felt in his interior a powerful fire, an overf- overflowing power, superior to everything imaginable, capable of putting everything in motion, of insufflating new life into that work in lethargy, but also the capacity of total destruction. Seals, the eagle. And you know, America, United States, uses the eagle. This is the symbol for for the United States, an eagle. Yes. So this this entering of uh, uh, Jupiter in Capricorn, and as we were talking about this, this movement in uh, spirituality. And I guess astrology is going to be part of this uh, new movement. If if we use astrology and and teach astrology this way, in soul consciousness. Otherwise, it's going to be a destruction uh, to
0: well, I like this because it, to me, looking at the whole year also, it's a movement towards the Aquarian, eventually, you know, leading that. It's like the structure of, of Capricorn here, but as the motion, there's so many strong events, and that is for cooperation. and And spirituality tells us that we're one, so we're not so separated and divided at all. We may have Different needs a little bit, just you know, as for like a plant. Some need more light, some need more shade. But essentially, we're all of one nature. So that soul consciousness unifies, and that's the ticket. That's that's really important.
1: Yeah, and like uh, it's it's really it's gonna be really very very important. You know why? Because Jupiter entered Capricorn on uh, is December the second in Washington D.C. I'm, I'm using the, the Washington D.C. chart. Okay. And the moment that entered Jupiter, maybe you won't believe it, but uh, is uh, Jupiter enters Capricorn in the midheaven in, in, in this chart? Oh my goodness! Amazing. It, that so is that's,
0: that's powerful.
1: Jupiter in, in Capricorn, in, uh, in 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 the mid heaven of, of uh, Washington. So it's it's really amazing. And another very important thing that we have to consider is Uranus is in Taurus, and it's as as Jupiter enters uh, Capricorn is making a trying. So it's it's connected with with another very important God that is part of that. uh, Like, like the other other time I I told you is Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto in in Taurus. And this time is Uranus in Taurus, and Neptune in Pisces, and Pluto in Capricorn, so the cycle is still alive. It's it's moving, yes. and you know something very very important is happening. But many people tend to think that it's not important because they are very young. They are young people. They are they are the they just call it like the millennials. But it's not the millennials. It's it's this uh, this young people. Uh, like 20, 30 years ago, they were called the, uh, the, the, uh, it's in Spanish, is, is, the, uh, maybe it's, it's the same, it's Indigo Children.
0: It's oh, oh Indio, yeah, the very brilliant, Indigo. people that, the young children that know. Fantastic things, whether it's, I, I know some are musically involved, some know about the consciousness, I mean, a, a astronomy, like uh, wisdoms. that It's like, how does this child possess their, yeah, they're called indigo, I think. Indigo. indigo, 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 yes, yes. Indigo children, you remember yes, that? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: It was, it, it seems like nothing happens uh, because. Many people haven't realized who who are these these little kids 30 years ago were born. And they were very spiritual. They learned astrology. It was was unbelievable what they were doing when they were eight years old, 10 years old. But you know now they are the generation that is changing our world. And maybe you haven't realized, but when I, when I started looking for indigo children charts, and I have uh, patients, I have uh, clients that that are indigo, and they are amazing people. You know who is indigo? Hmm. It's people who has Uranus and Neptune in Capricorn. And, and uh, just let me tell you one one person that you won't believe it now. What's, what, uh, and you will realize how the change is going to be. It's uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the oh, guy yes. from Facebook.
0: Yes, yes.
1: He's got Neptune and Jupiter in Capricorn.
0: Mm. So he was born in what year? Nineteen uh, in the eighty or 85? When was he born? Yeah, in 84 84
1: 1984 yeah hmm. neptune and jupiter in capricorn there are more more uh, indigos it's uh, but this just just think about this there are many 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 indigos ma- many indigo children they they, they got they need uh, to have certain uh, 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 things in their charts it's it's, it's, it's it's you have to recognize them because they have uh, connections for uh, Neptune or Uranus with the sun or with the moon. And that's, that's what they, it makes them. In the-
0: oh, well, that's very interesting. I didn't know that. Well, as far as, well, let's see. I think what we will do, Carlos. This is Carlos Galvin, my guest tonight, because we are going to take just a brief little announcement here. And it's Talk Cosmos on December 28th. And we're talking about the highlights, but really it is a whole movement of, of spirituality thought that, that there'll be a a, a a gradual building of it from what Carlos is saying, which I really agree with. And this is going to be repeated on January 2nd in the morning. So we'll be right back. And you can find out about Carlos once again, go to Talk Cosmos and call in if you want that moon calendar. Okay. We take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the Yin Period of Capricorn, ruled by Saturn, the furthest visible planet by the eye. By leaving a cycle based on meaningfulness and truth, Capricorn's energy establishes social boundaries in a structure incorporating rules, authority, and ethics. As a cardinal earth sign depicted by a sea goat climbing from the sea up to the top of a mountain, Capricorn overcomes fears through goals and ambitions to achieve mastery. Talk Cosmos is giving away a beautiful 2020 moon calendar for those of you listening during any broadcast of Talk Cosmos on KKNW. Just give us a call at 888-298-5569 and Talk Cosmos will mail you this unique 2020 Moon Calendar designed by Ursula Stocker, who is an astrologer, painter, and Mexico representative for Kepler Latino America Astrology Software at Ursula's Cultural Center in Mexico City. And it can be yours by calling 888-298-5569. Hello, this is Catherine Zumstein of EarthSkyAstrology.com. And you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we discuss the meaningfulness of our roots in the stars.
1: Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on
0: Alternative Talk, 1150. Hi again, Talk Cosmos. This is December 28th and January 2nd with Carlos Galvin of Mexico City and representative of Kepler Latino America, which is a great software program. And we're talking about highlights and Jupiter and the spirituality. That's really, Jupiter is the king of of beliefs and of the skies and are connecting that spirit within us of unity through many of the changes that are coming up. Because there is on January 12th, A stellium, that means a heap. In this case, there's six planets in Capricorn. And I believe the um, Pluto and Saturn are conjunct at 22 degrees, meaning if you have anything cardinal, it's a significant turning point. I happen to have my moon at 22 degrees. Libra. Wow. Yeah, so I'm in the thick of it. But it's not, it doesn't end there. I think later, you know, eventually Saturn leaves uh, Capricorn in March, the end of March, to go to Aquarius. And then it's going to connect with Mars in Aquarius, which will be, I think, a precursor, or as I say, sort of like a little introduction to later in the year in December when both Uranus and not Uranus, I'm all mixed up there, sorry, but um, Jupiter and Saturn that connect every 20 years, but you'll start it off in air, in Aquarius again. So this theme of spirituality, because Aquarius and Uranus wants us to get to our authentic self, our real values. It's in Taurus. It doesn't want us to think of just man-made Measurements and, as you said, banking and whatnot—they are important to keep, you know, the food on the table to a certain point. But, of course, but yet it's a deeper connection that we have to nature and to Earth. It's, it's
1: yes, it's- yes, I, I agree with you. This, this is going to be a year of a spirituality, a discovery, and uh, the, just think about this: is Jupiter? Jupiter expands. And it's making a trine with Uranus, and it's gonna make a sextile with Neptune. Neptune is in Pisces, so if we don't discover something uh, about the spirituality and how to how to 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 be better better persons, better uh, for for the society, because Aquarius is gonna be less than twelve months. It's gonna be the starting of, of uh, an, era, an era in Aquarius. So uh, it's it's, it's, it's going to be very important that we uh, do something with our spirituality. I don't know, go to yoga, go to, to the Buddha practice, go start the learning astrology. Start uh, looking for your soul chart. Start do something for, for for your spirituality. It's very important. Your soul path is very important in astrology. I know that astrology gives you some clues on what to do well day by day. And, but mostly, the ast- astrology is used for spirituality. Mm-hmm. work for centuries.
0: I'm so glad that you are making a strong point because when I start looking at these charts, I printed out charts for various events. I mean, like you said, starting off in December 2nd, uh, Jupiter went into Saturn, or not Saturn, into Capricorn, and then there was the eclipse on Christmas, here on the West Coast anyway, and then and in Mexico, because it was late in Mexico, it was 11.15 at night, but still on Christmas night, and now we're going into this this con- stellium in January on the 12th and another eclipse on the 10th, which is close. <coughs> but that's the lunar one. But the point with the spirituality that I really like what you're talking about as a connecting theme, because it's that's all in the south node of Capricorn right now, and it's letting go of... Uh, as you say, of the of values and material things that really aren't deep to the core of our spirituality. Because m- in March 31st, Mars and Saturn will be in Aquarius. That's going to be an initiation to redefine the, the core, the, the structure of our life. And then in May, on May 4th, the nodes for the next year and a half will go into Gemini for North Node, and Sagittarius for self-note. And in many ways, this will be where we're going to look to Jupiter, as you're speaking of, for our belief structures, but that's where we're going to be shedding, once again, those values that may have crystallized and no longer work and bring in new information through Gemini to try to reevaluate, rebuild, reconnect what, you know... The, um, our spirituality, because there's still Earth. I mean, Jupiter's in Earth, as you were saying, in Capricorn, and so will be Pluto, the transformation planet. So it's it's going to be a long process, but to, to look at the core that you're talking about is going to help us go through these times. To...
1: Yeah, to to make a structure, yeah, like... I agree with you. Jupiter, or Zeus, in, for the Greeks, is the biggest, biggest planet in the solar system. The great uh, benefactor of the zodiac. Jupiter means uh, father god. That's that. It's the guru. It's the wise. He's the only who gives light. That's that's that's. In, and you know, it rules the the uh, Sagittarius. The, uh, a very spiritual sign. So I, I guess this this uh, it's very important what is going on because it's activating all the this generation of uh, like I, I told you the indigo children and you know guess what what's, what's going on. It's very important what I'm gonna tell you. Most of Latin American countries we had uh, our independence charts, in, in a moment, that is exactly the same. It's, it's uh, Uranus and Neptune in Capricorn. Oh, like we are indigo countries. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Believe it.
0: Oh.
1: That's what we are like that. We are very very rebel. Very. We have Uranus and and. And Neptune in conjunction. So, and and uh, Stephen Forrest was uh, talking the other day about this, and I told you last time he comes. Every times he he comes to Mexico, he says, "We are expecting from Mexicans, uh, astro- Mexican astrologers, that you start the movement in in spirituality Ooh. astrology. Please start.
0: Oh, good.
1: It's very important That's that uh, you start the." Uh, Movement, uh, because of course the, the, the astrology is, is, with psychology is very powerful now in finance. In but uh, it's not a religion. What what we do here in the spiritual schools, it's it's not a religion. It's it's just connecting to your soul. That through this through astrology, it's unbelievable. It's like, uh, like I told you the the. The guru or the the leader, the spiritual leader that we have, he's dead already, but uh, he was a Capricorn. What was his name? He was, he's uh, the maestro or guru, Estrada.
0: And how how do you spell that?
1: Estrada, E-S-T-A-R-A, Estrada. Oh, estra- he, he was Estrada. Yes. Estrada. Yes. he was he was the leader of this spiritual movement and it's it's all about uh, all over latin america and europe and in the states united states it's, it's in many countries it's uh he's he he started making like the uh many he, he opened it like they, they they came a little bit uh, with ideas from India, with, uh, with, uh, with the ashrams. Oh, yeah. He started making ashrams. So we have ashrams all over Mexico. Wow. In many cities in Mexico, we have, uh, uh, of course, in the country, but we have ashrams where we, you can go there and spend like a week in a, 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 and reconnect with your soul. Yeah. That's what we're going to start making this kind of
0: this is making so much sense when I start thinking about the whole year's events that with the transition, as I say, from the Capricorn, because Capricorn is also traditions. You know, it's a long time. I mean, it takes a long time to build, as we know with Capricorn. It There's that long goal. But also we collect from many traditions. But yet, what are the traditions and the thoughts and the patterns of thinking? You know, getting into... The Gemini, you know, in May when we shift from into uh, Sagittarius Gemini, from the Cancer, from I mean, you know, from yeah,
1: Cancer Capricorn. Yeah, the notes are going to (laughs) Gemini. So
0: it'll, it'll, yeah, it will borrow back into thinking again of, of, of expressing and talking about the language because the language from ancient times. I mean, this is where it kind of. One thing leads to the next. Were like you say of these gods and goddesses, they weren't just storybooks, like like a, um, a a novella or a, or a thing. They really had had or a soap opera. They they had meaningfulness. They had yeah,
1: but but powerful only, language. Only if you meditate. Did you, you realize yes. about that? If you're meditating in soul consciousness, very true. you realize that we are not talking about. Uh, mythology. We're talking about gods, real gods, and and uh, our our teachers. They said, when you balance the the uh, the sky, the gods and the earth, when they 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 are in, in congruence or or they they interact in in balance, things happen. And this is what is going on right now. With we, we are we have a lot of planets in in, uh, in Earth, and Uranus in Taurus. That's very very important. But remember when happened that, that happened in thirty four. Uranus in Taurus. It is We're significant. Heaven and Earth. Earth.
0: Yes, exactly. Because Uranus is the God. You know the, the sky, and Taurus is Earth. Yes.
1: Is bringing 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 the the Uranus is is the universal mind. Universal mind. Mm -hmm. It's something, the higher mind, the the higher mind. And it's going to come to the earth to make our lives better, to make our our lives spiritual. It's not not bringing a a new telephone, (laughs) a new iPhone. It's going to bring spirituality. It's coming from the, the 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 very higher mind so we have to receive it and we need like uh, uh like astrologer says we need we need to receive it in our body to embody this this uh this uh, these energies and there um, we are I work I work a lot with the seers and and they when I tell them about this, they cannot believe it. They say, "I feel it. I, I, I understand what you mean because because it's uh, it's something that we we have to feel. Like even even uh, the, the uh, in Google Google they are they are uh, very scientific. There is a, a scientific rule, the trending rule. In Google, they said we are living. Uh, an era, like from now to until uh, like uh, to maybe 20, 20, 10, 10, 15 years more, it's an era of singularity in uh, in science. Singularity in science that mm. is coming is coming to to is we're downloading all of this Uranus. Uh, uh, comfort for for humanity and you you see it every day in facebook wherever you 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 will realize that people is discovering things that will make the life better comfortable will clean the, the nature again so everybody is discovering every day something that will make make us uh
0: if we can connect. Now, Carlos, I'm wondering with, because I see some astral cartography that you've done here. Like, is there like, and you'd mentioned about, you know, it doesn't have to be the United States, but is there some place that you see that um, in the world where, I mean, we have these eclipses. Of course, they were down they're going to be mostly in the other side of the world about in the Philippines and going on the east side of Africa and the top part of Australia and part of uh, Asia but
1: yeah yeah you, you know what's what's going on with eclipses most of the 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 work in eclipses and it's it's, it's a very very fine uh, uh, job that uh, an astrologer did and she's uh, she's got a book on, on eclipses maybe you have uh, heard about it it's predictive astrology the eagle and the lark of bernadette brady
0: oh yes her- bernadette brady wonderful lady yes
1: and in, in her book she talks a lot about the, the, the eclipses and like it's eclipses are cycles, 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 and, and repeat, and repeat, and repeat, and comes from the poles. And when they, they go into into the equator, they, we feel it. We feel it. Oh,
0: boy. Yes.
1: And, and this, this that's eclipse. That's like in the
0: middle of them, in the middle, because they start at one pole and go to the top. So, And we're just about in the middle. I think this was the 46th of 71, so that's sort of in the middle. But go ahead. Yes, at the equator. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, when, when, when they come to the equator, they, they, she says that uh, that uh, we feel it, and, and these eclipses are going to be like uh, uh, the the one that happened at, uh, just uh, this week in four of Capricorn. Yes, she says that is uh, three south, and uh, in her book, she she describes these eclipses. And and the whole year is going to be all the eclipses that are going to happen this year. Uh, She says about this, uh, she says, three south. She says, uh, Mercury is conjunct with new moon. There is a Venus-Mars conjunction, and Pluto is conjunct to the nodal axis. And she says, when this happens, this family of eclipses brings with it, sudden ending of associations or of a relationship, possibly with younger person. There is a large emotional component as the Pluto is involved. I'm quoting her. Yes, yes. And a sense of traumatic transformation, this can be through news received and short journeys undertaken. And the three sun eclipses are going to be like this. It's the breakings, uh, breaking down of uh, relationships, even in in countries, are gonna are gonna be uh, very important. Like uh, it's it's uh, eclipses are going to be affecting relationships. and, yeah, and really- these eclipses. So we we have to 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 take care of our relationships of our, of our groups because it's it's gonna be. Is this is related with? Aquarius a little bit with the, the social, the, our social life. And we, we have to take care of, of relationships this year because all the eclipses are going to be is Cancer Capricorn. But, but, of course, think where where in your chart is uh, falling this Cancer Capricorn energy. And, and uh, like, like you said. Yeah,
0: it's our parental, I mean, Cancer and Capricorn are um, parental and, and in one sense, parental. I mean, how we acknowledge that that part, our personal psyche with Cancer and the authoritative of, of, I mean, it's just one fashion or how we structure things, you know, as far as the Capricorn. But, oh, I just wanted to mention real quick, that book for people is Eagle and the Lark by Bernadette Brady. She's from Scotland and a wonderful, wonderful Ph.D. astrologer of, of many of things. But I love this, Carlos, about relationships. There was another astrologer I heard on OPA, Organization of Professional Astrology, that said if you're going to make investments, because she's parroting what you were saying earlier, is make your investments in France you know get your network yeah
1: yeah that's, that's right it's, it's in the era of aquarius It's sure. think the, the, the avoid breakups this year because it's going to be in in, in it's going to be in the air it's breakups breakup right it's, it's going to be like uh, everybody's is going to feel the, the eclipses are like
0: uh, uh, and sometimes it doesn't have to be like from what I've been experiencing, there is when things break up, they're remade too. It's it's like reestablishing or remaking, rebuilding. Even my computer that I, I finally, oh my goodness, it's, I think there's a lot of technology. We we were talking; it is spiritual, but we are living in this technological age. And and it was just an example I was personally experiencing having my computer crash and then rebuilding some of my software into the next one and thinking okay there is a route it, it's not all just crying <laughs> if I'm making sense here
1: I mean it's a little yeah, hope, yeah. But- sure that's that's a breakup but there's gonna be many 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 things like that and uh, we have to 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 manage relationships this year this these eclipses. Like Bernard Brady says, okay, it's it's you have to take it easy. You have to wait a little bit until you you understand what's going on really to make uh, to 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 make a breakup. Because even if you see around the world, there is there are breakups into the countries. There are there are uh, states that, are, that want don't want to continue in the country. So. Mm. It's going to be a year, a very difficult year in relationships. And, you know, you know, realizing about that very, very fast. So think about think about relationships. Think think about who, who what are you doing in, in a relationship, and how important is it for you before you break up.
0: Ah, this is so valuable. This is good. With that, I'll just briefly say that next Saturday on January 4th, after this 2020 um, begins, when it begins, it'll be a new concept we're bringing in called the Cosmic Moon Panel. And it'll be here with three of us sitting here in the studio, a lot like that cosmic collaboration where Carlos and Gemini Brett and I talk down in Mexico City. Maybe I need to travel more, and we can get connect. That would be so much fun. But this will be with Elizabeth Mouchette and Sarah Stromley. And we're going to talk about the full moon, which will be the lunar eclipse, and relating back to the Christmas eclipse and what that means. And it'll continue once a month. And that so but tonight I'm speaking with Carlos Galvin from Mexico City. And you can find how to connect with him online when you go to Talk Cosmos and sign up for the subscriptions because I would love to have you get the news about the topics and the guests immediately. And it's very simple. You just click a little information and you can get the past episodes if you just came in the middle of this or if you want to download them even, you can do that. So Carlos Galvin is speaking about many things and the importance of our connecting with our relationship to others and to ourself with our spiritual essence, that that is going to be the river that carries us through. So Carlos, I'll let you continue. We have a couple more minutes. This has been wonderful. I thank you.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, uh, thing that uh, Try to make your chart, uh, look for your chart, and and take a look. Where is this stellium in Capricorn for? Is this Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, and Pluto in Capricorn? And they are connecting with Uranus, and uh, making a trine, and connecting with uh, Neptune, and making a sextile. This will lead uh, to a competition because when Jupiter expands the Uranus, Jupiter Uranus is the, the right wing and Jupiter Neptune is the left wing so when Jupiter uh, gives this facility to, to both uh, planets and expands this this uh, the left wing and the right wing you, you can see it it's fighting in, in the states and, and the whole world wow
0: i love that because
1: that jupiter is, is is giving let's let's see who wins <laughs> like, yeah. and that's... and they're fighting they're that's why there are many many breakups that, because everybody says no jupiter is is giving me the his power and, and the left yeah. wing says, Oh no, it's, it's I'm, I'm the one that's happening in Mexico I and mean, the whole Latin America. We're, we're, we're laughing about that, but, but it's getting very like uh, terrible. So, watch out. Where do you have this kind of uh, energy in Capricorn? Well, thank
0: you. Thank you, Carlos. This is so great because there's interconnection, finding the true alliance of our spirit. Thank you to all our audience, and I just welcome this. On to 2020, yes, with happiness. (laughs) All right.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.